What it do, what it do, gang? It's your boy. It's your cousin. It's your brother. It's your nephew. However you want to put it, you dig? This is City Kids' first episode. Once again, I'll say it again. This is City Kids' first episode, man. I'm really excited. A little nerve-wracking, but hey, I can get a little used to it. You feel me? From New Orleans, Louisiana. But wait, hold on, though. I ain't even tell y'all who I really am. It's your boy, Deuce Chaz. Let me, let me repeat that name one more time. It's your boy, Deuce Chaz. You feel me? <laughs> Man, I'm having fun already. I ain't even a full minute in. That's crazy. For real, son. Check this out, man. Growing up for me has been a wild journey. Shout out to my two parents for doing what they've been doing for me and my little sister. I really do appreciate everything they have really done for us. You know, everything in life has not been easy for us. Everything in life really is not easy for nobody. It's a grind. It's a hustle. Like little Baby said, you got to get it out the mud, and you just got to do it the right way, no matter how you got to do it. So your boy, man, I play football. I've been playing football since the age of five, really four. Can't really remember when. But when my parents and my family gave me a ball, it was over with. Like, the whole family knew what I wanted to do with my life, and that was to play either football or basketball. So growing up in Memphis, I started playing football in the beginning, and I played football, I want to say, three years straight. And I kind of got a little bored of it because, you know, I was playing the same sport for three years straight. So I went to basketball, and I believe I was pretty much one of the biggest kids on the court. So, you know, your boy played center, you know, little center. Had a little Dwight Howard, Shaquille O'Neal in him. Couldn't shoot for nothing. Couldn't even shoot a free throw for nothing. Kind of still sad at it to this day, but oh well. But, hey, if you want to play me in hoops, we can. I can treat you like treat you like that for real for real for real i'm like that <laughs> let me stop the cap but nah for real i used to hoop though back in the day or whatever i really used to enjoy it for real i stopped playing ball my freshman year of high school so i could focus more on football because football has literally been my main journey in my life and i knew that because i want to say peewee year yeah peewee year when i start when i started really getting the hang of playing football and getting the hang of playing defense man Lord, Lord, Lord. I tell you this right now. They messed up putting me on defense. They should just gave me the rock. They should just kept letting me play running back or something like that. When I felt the energy of that I get to hit somebody and not get in trouble for it, I said, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a real good journey. I can't wait for it. So, yeah, man, playing football and basketball growing up has been real good you know i'm a real active kid i'm social you know i'm real easy to get to know i'm not no real knucklehead i'm not real ignorant of none of that other stuff i'm just a real cool cat you know easy going social you know anybody can really get to know me you get what i'm saying like i don't have no real tough background and like how everybody else have in their life or whatever i've seen people have real tough backgrounds in their lives people have spoken to me about you know their past they backgrounds and how it was growing up for them and I, I can't say I relate but I can you know quite understand that because back in New Orleans living living back in New Orleans it was it was I'm not gonna say tough but at the same time like I saw people who were homeless underneath the bridges and you know in certain areas and it's like I almost knew where it was gonna be every day in life whenever I went to school or you know go by my partner house and you know to go see family or something like that I would know where the homeless would be at and it kind of like was a, you know, like a little, I felt bad for him because, you know, it's really nothing you can do. And I mean, in New Orleans, we have homeless shelters, but 
it's up to them to choose if they really want to go in there and stay in there and all that. So I feel everybody on their own opinion on how they really feel about that. You feel me? And so it was just, you know, it was a real good experience being back home in New Orleans. When I moved back to New Orleans, I actually moved back my senior year of high school. So, yeah, and what y'all going to wonder, like, why did I go back my senior year of high school? Well, let's go back all the way to being back in Memphis. <laughs> Man. So I went to Southwind Elementary, of course, all from first, no, from kindergarten to fifth grade. I went to Holland Oaks Middle from sixth to seventh grade. And after my seventh grade year, I went to a private school called St. Dominic, St. Agnes Academy, real private school. Never really been to a private school. That was the first time I've ever been to a private school in my life. Dude, can I say I really enjoyed it? Eh, it was okay. I'm not gonna say it was the best, but it was okay. <laughs> but nah, it was all right. I played football for the school. I played basketball for the school. It was a real good experience and all that. Now let's get into high school. This is when you really start building yourself up, knowing who you really start are about to become and all the other stuff. You know, you got your little clique and you know, you know the people that you hang out with. You got the weirdos, you got the geeks, you got the nerds, you got the jocks, you got, you know, all that or whatever. Freshman year, going into, I went to Ridgeway. I went to Ridgeway High for everybody who, who knows back in Memphis, Tennessee. Shout out to Ridgeway High. When I went to Ridgeway my ninth grade year, I was there, of course, to play football. I didn't know nobody. I only knew one person. And the only reason why I knew that person because me and him played football together growing up when we was kids. And we lost contact with each other, you know. You know, that's why we was growing up. It happens in life. That's just life. Ninth grade year, I went to Ridgeway, played football. Didn't really know nobody. Like I said, it was just the one person. And so, I just felt like, uh, I don't know nobody, you know, like, I didn't really know how to really talk to nobody at the time either. So, at the time, I was still trying to learn how to make friends and partners and all that other stuff. Ten grade year got a little better, but at the same time, I had to figure myself out as a person because I was slacking in grades, I was slacking on the field and all that other stuff. Because freshman year, I made varsity, and not a lot of freshmen at Ridgeway make varsity. And when you do it, it's like a big accomplishment because a lot of people, not like, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but the older guys, like the, the OGs, like the seniors, like they pay attention to all that. So they know that you're capable of doing something after they leave. So sophomore year came, and I didn't really live up to the expectation. I kind of got a little too big-headed, and I didn't really do what I was supposed to do. So junior year came. And I just got on top of everything that I needed to do. You feel me? It's just that my whole dream is for me to make it to the NFL. And my parents have done everything that they've done their whole life for me so they can witness my dreams come true. And it's just like a part of me feels like I owe it to them. And they always tell me, like, don't play the game of football for them. I don't play the game of football for them. I play the game of football because I love it. But at the same time, it's a part of me that feels like I still owe it to my par to my parents, you feel me? Because they the ones who have sacrificed day in and day out to see me happy, to see me get to where I want to be, you feel me? Because I'm going to tell you this right now, playing football is not easy. You're putting your, you're putting your body on the line day in and day out. You're working out 24-7 or every other day of the week. You get what I'm saying? Like, you get, you know, you break bones, you break ligaments. You, you know, you go through pain and all that. That's that's the part of the game of football. You have fun with it. You enjoy it. The game of football is not going to be here forever. And I know that for a fact. But at the same time, while I'm still playing ball, I want to enjoy it. I want to get my name out there. And I want everybody to know that that dude's chairs gave it everything that he could. 
every time I stepped on that field, whether if it was a game, whether it was at practice, whether if it's a 707, a 707, a scrimmage, all that. I just want everybody to know that I gave it all that I had. And that was just, a, you know, that's just how I feel. And that's just how I feel like I, uh, on how I owe my parents because it, making it to the league is really important to me. I'm not going to say I failed if I don't make it to the league. I will be satisfied if I don't make it to the league because I know that I've done everything that I could or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Because it's hard to make it to the NFL. A lot of people don't know that. It's really, really hard to make it to the NFL. And from where I'm at right now, I'm in McPherson College. I'm in McPherson, Kansas. A real, real small school, an NAIA Division II school in the KCAC. Shout out to the KCAC conference. Shout out to McPherson College for also also giving me this opportunity to be here and also do this podcast and play football for the school. You did. But on top of that, it's just being a student athlete is not easy. A lot of people don't understand that being a student athlete is not easy, man. It's just a lot to go through. You put your body on the line. You got to wake up early, eat breakfast, go to class. When you're done with class, you got to go to practice. After practice, you got homework. Then after that, you know, you got to do the same thing all over again. And this is every day. Every day until the season is over with or until, you know, you make playoffs and you get kicked out. This is every day. This is a grind. This is a hustle. That's what I love about this sport. It doesn't get no better than this. Like, I choose to do this. I choose to do this. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's how bad I really love this game. That's how bad I really love this game. And when I knew that I loved this game and I had to get my name out there to, for me to get to college, I knew I had to make that transition by going back home to New Orleans my senior year. When I went back home to New Orleans my senior year, I went to Landry Walker. Shout out L-Dub in the building, you dig? Even though they just changed the school name back to L.B. Landry. Whew. I don't know who L.B. Landry is. Huh? I didn't graduate from there. I graduated from Landry Walker, the Landry Walker to be exact. And so when I get back home, you know, like, all eyes is on me. Let me not say it like that, but it was kind of like that. All eyes was kind of on me because, you know, I'm the new kid back, back home, real country boy. Not a lot of people really know me. Even though I've been back home, going back and forth, going out of town and all the other stuff, I wasn't really physically home, for real, for real. So when I went back and all that, everybody was like, who this boy is? Who this kid? This, that, and the third. You, you, know, you know, everybody just trying to figure out who I was. And so I was like 210 at the time, big, solid, real solid kid. Everybody think I'm a coach. <laughs> a coach, dog? Everybody thought I was a coach. That's how big I was compared to the other guys in the locker room. And that was funny to me. So on my visit back or whatever, we get there. I talked to the coaches. I talked to Coach Powell, Coach John, Coach T. Black, you know, all of them. We go to the weight room. They working out. I sit down with Coach Black. Coach Black had brought one of the players up and said, yo, I just want you to introduce yourself to your new teammate. I stood up. And dude thought I was a coach. And when he looked at me, he was like, this my teammate? He looks like a grown man. <laughs> and I've, I'm so used to getting that, like, I'm so used to getting that phrase that I look like a grown man. I understand that, you know, I understand I look good. But grown man-wise, come on, man, I'm only still 19. I'm only still 19. Let me have my little bit of fun. <laughs> you feel me? Come on now. So back to the story. So... They said, bro, you look like a grown man. And it was so funny to me because I actually did look like a grown man compared to the boys in the locker room. Some of them was, you know, of course, some some of the other seniors looked like they was grown men too at the same time. But I looked more grown than them. And so 
when I when I get there and all that, you know, it's all love, peace, and positivity when I'm back home and all that. And so when I so when I got there, you know, it just went straight up from there. You know, being back in New Orleans, you know, New Orleans is really more of a football city. You know what I'm saying? New Orleans Saints. High school football in Louisiana is real, real special and big. You know what I'm saying? It don't get no better than that because in Louisiana, playing football, it's a grind, dog. You got to eat, like, for real, for real. Like, everybody trying to get it out the mud. They trying to beat you. They trying to make it to college just like you. They trying to prove that they a student athlete as well. They trying to prove that they a student athlete as well, and they can leave it out there all on the line. So me going to Landry Walker, I knew the competition that I was going up against, and I loved that. I loved going against better competition. Not saying that Ridgeway didn't have competition. Don't get me wrong. But in New Orleans, it's way, way more excitement. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot more dogs. It's a lot more dogs, and there's a lot more competitiveness between you and the other side of, and the other team. You know what I'm saying? Even even between you and the other team, it's a lot more competitiveness between you and your teammates, for real, for real. Especially at practice and all that other stuff, man. It doesn't get no better than this. So, schools like Edna Carr, Warren Easton, John Curtis, East Jeff, West Jeff, Bonneville, Grace King. These are schools I went up against when I was at Landry Walker. The school, uh, oh, I forgot. Uh, who, uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, John Eric. You know what I'm saying? Destrahan. Uh, uh, Barb. You know what I'm saying? These are schools I played against my senior year going back home. And these are real, real good schools besides the ones who we blew out. <laughs> I ain't going to really say their names. But schools like Edna Carr, they bout that. They full-time state champions. You know what I'm saying? Warren Easton, they they semi-good. Even though I really like them like that because my auntie went to Warren Easton. She liked to rub it in a lot. But, hey, it's all good, though. I still love her. <laughs> my mom, she went to she went to Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? She loves, loves, loves Kennedy, dog. Whew. Uh, you can't tell that woman nothing about Kennedy. She loves that school highly too much. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, schools like us, Warren Easton, Edna Carr. You also got Bonneville, who's an who's a average, decent team. East Jeff was was an average, decent team. You know what I'm saying? Destrehan was an actual, was an actual good team or whatever. That whole season was just a crazy run because not a lot of people thought we could do what we do, especially for myself coming in, being a newcomer, and having to get my name out there. And getting my name out there was a lot tougher than I thought. But at the same time, when I was performing, I was doing what I did. Hey, it's hard. It's not that hard for my name to not get out there from doing what I was doing. My senior year, I had 103 tackles, seven sacks, 14 for a loss, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, and a, and a tutty. And a touchdown. Come on, man. That's senior year. That is my senior year stats. You can literally go on huddle right now, pull up Deuce Chairs, Landry Walker, and go watch the film. The film don't lie. I promise you. I'm not trying to brag or sound cocky or nothing like that, but the film don't lie. <laughs> but yeah, man. But yeah, man. For more, stay tuned. Episode two, we're gonna get a little more depth into how it's like being out here in McPherson College. What's different? What's the difference between being a city kid back in New Orleans and being here? And McPherson College is way, way, way different. A whole new environment. You know, I'm real social, so I get to know people a lot more easier than all the other things. So until next time, stay tuned, gang. <laughs>